Welcome to this episode of Just a Jackass with a Note in His Mouth. I'm your host and the aforementioned jackass, Brad Alexander. Today, a favorite topic of mine, the politics of religion. Quick disclaimer here, I am not going to in any way, shape, or form try to change your political ideology, okay? Deep sigh of relief, it's alright. Go ahead and let your guard down, it's safe to come in. So, the politics of religion. I, I listen to politicians talk religion, and I hear religious people talking politics, and it honestly makes me long to hear my dear departed grandmother chew her oatmeal with her teeth out. I'd rather listen to the politics of dancing by reflex on a loop for eight hours than listen to people mix their politics and religion. And this is not because I think there should be a separation of church and state. I know the Constitution doesn't say that. All right? The government is prohibited from establishing a religion. I know the difference. Don't worry. We're cool. See, my issue with politicians is it typically comes across as pandering to religious folks. Let me talk all churchy so I can get some of them evangelical votes. And... Those who are believers and are politicians as well, first thing, God bless you, sincerely. That's not an easy task. There are some out there who do it and do it well and do it with integrity, and it's quite impressive. Sometimes we'll see some well-meaning folks break out the Bible and use it as the hammer of morality to smash people upside the head, or just take some liberties with scriptures and take them out of context to further their own agenda. Either way, it's lose-lose. So, as I said, there are some who do serve God and their community, state, and country, and I admire those men and women deeply. On the other side, we have people who are vocal Christians who somehow equate their political views with their faith. They oftentimes become outspoken politically, even to the point of being rude, disrespectful, and hateful. Which, by the way, if you were wondering, none of those aspects are listed in Galatians 5 regarding the fruit of the Spirit. So, you don't need to check. I already checked it for you. And with some, their political views are attacked and they suddenly become the victims of religious persecution. And I just, I just think that's adorable. Anyway, then there are those who think, you know, if they're in a room full of Christians, say at a Bible study, something along those lines, that everyone will agree with their politics. So they say some vicious things about the other side, and maybe a couple of people join in. Pretty soon you got a bash fest going on, and you might notice there's one or two people just kind of sitting quietly. It could be, A, they support the other side, as unimaginable as that could be to some. Are they sure they're even Christians? Or B, It could be they just don't want to talk politics. Maybe they came to a Bible study because they really wanted to study God's Word. Hmm. Stranger things have happened. And I have seen, unfortunately, God-loving, neighbor-loving followers of Christ stop attending Bible studies because of political discussions. That should never happen. 
For those who know me, I'm relatively apolitical. I'm a registered non-party affiliated voter. And when I see my options as the lesser of two evils, I usually write myself in. Because I believe it was Oswald Chambers that said, don't confuse choosing the lesser of two evils with choosing good. So, just leave that there for you. And and typically, when it comes to discussions, I'll play both ends against the middle. I pick on both major parties and candidates and just try to have a little fun and add a note of levity to the intense emotions that are involved. And, you know, for the most part, I think folks appreciate it and even take a second to laugh at themselves or their candidate and just take a deep breath. You know, I had uh, an instance where at during the uh, last presidential election, some of you might remember that one. Quite memorable. Anyway, at one point, people were, I mean, it seemed like a lot of folks were so zealous for their candidates. And it and it was like this good versus evil. It was, you know, God versus Satan and, you know, Nazis versus America. It, it just got so crazy. And so I, I posted... Uh, quick note that uh, it, it felt like to me I needed to tell some adults that there's no such thing as Santa Claus because they were just so beholden to these candidates. And I got, you know, some good feedback on it, some laughs and some a little bit of back and forth. And then I had one young man who was offended by my post and he let me know. He told me that it was condescending and even uh, questioned my faith and compared it to Santa Claus, and it turned into a really good discussion. I was I was actually I was actually pleased about it because he's a young guy that I really love and admire. He's got a kid, and uh, he's doing his best to take care of his kid. And so I really I, I really like this kid, and and so we had a good talk. And by the time it was all done, I was able to share the gospel and plant some seeds and let him know that I love him. And we left it off, and we've we've still been in contact since then, and no hard feelings. We've moved forward. It's it's all good. But my main point is this to the Christians, to my brothers and sisters, the saved by grace through faith follower of Messiah Jesus Christ, reconciled to God through his sacrifice on the cross. What is the message we have for the world? It's the gospel, right? I mean, the message of God so loving the world that he sent his son. He loved us so much that whosoever believes in him through his son will not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm not even going to say that's the most important message we have. It's the only message we have that the world needs to hear from us. To the church the message grows. But to the world, it's all about the gospel, salvation by grace through faith, the gift God has given to this world. And we're here, the scriptures say, as strangers and aliens, this ain't our home. We are ambassadors of Messiah Jesus, citizens of heaven, the scriptures say. 
This is not our forever home. 2 Timothy 2, 3 and 4 says that we share in the suffering as good soldiers of Jesus Christ and that no soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs. I'm telling you, when we're caught up in arguments and debates about our politics and opinions and all that, we're getting entangled in civilian affairs. When we get caught up in these political arguments, we are absolutely entangling ourselves in civilian affairs. Stick to the mission. The biggest problem is when we post our opinions in politics or social media or get into animated debates on those matters, we risk alienating people from hearing the only message that matters, the gospel. And I promise you, I would much prefer people know nothing of my politics and my opinion about stuff, but that they know and hear the gospel from me. Because if my opinion and my politics offend someone and turn them away from hearing the message that I have, that's on me. If the gospel offends them, that's between them and God. And finally, I know that there are concerns within the church that we're going to begin losing rights, being monitored more for offensive speech and offensive teachings. We'll start losing tax-exempt status and then start facing real persecution and suffering for Christ. And my thought on that is it's probably exactly what the American church needs. Maybe then we'll get back to following the way, loving God, loving one another, and loving our neighbors. The church in China is thriving. You want to ask them about their religious freedoms? <laughs> yeah, they have none. They find it hard to believe that there are even Christians living in America. And look, I know there are believers in this country, and I know there are churches doing the work of God and doing the will of God and loving their neighbors as themselves. I know that they're out there, and so do you, and we need to continue to pray. Pray for our leaders, pray for the church, and pray that the Lord would send laborers into the harvest. I do. I, re I refer to myself as a jackass with a note in his mouth. The note that I carry is the gospel. It is the good news of Jesus Christ, and it's the only message that matters. Thanks for giving me your time. God bless. Go out and give him heaven.